Welcome to another episode of PSL on the Mic. I believe this is episode 11, and we have two guests today for the very first time. We have Mayor Martin and we have Division Chief Chad Krause with the St. Lucie County Fire District. So y'all could probably guess what we're gonna be talking about today. Um, we're actually talking about something very important. The mayor brought this up to me and wanted to bring in Division Chief Krause to talk about the Insurance Services Office Fire Rating and how that impacts the, the community and how important it is for St. Lucie County and Port St. Lucie. But first, Chief Krause, I want you to tell us about yourself before we get into the okay. nitty gritty. Um, so I started working for the St. Lucie County Fire District in 2004, um, but my family history has been here before that. Um, my, my father, uh, Arthur Krause, was a battalion chief here for 33 years, and my grandfather uh, was part of the volunteers uh, back then. So, oh, wow. Um, when it came time to choose a fire department, uh, it was either here or I couldn't come to Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Easy choice. So uh, <laughs> that, was, that was actually said. Uh, so um, Currently, you know, my position is Division Chief of Training and Safety, um, also our Communications Division, which is a new role. Um, we have a division that's also new from last year, which is our Community Outreach and Recruitment. Ah, very important. Um, and of course, two processes that um, aren't divisions, but they're, they're special projects, which is our ISO process mm -hmm. and our accreditation process. So those are um, kind of the roles that I, I'm responsible for right now, but it's a big team that does mm -hmm. all of that. So really, it's just kind of putting it all together so that we have these um, agencies come in and evaluate us and um, gives us a benchmark for where we need to go moving forward and how we're doing now. That's awesome. Let's get into it. Explain what the ISO rating is and how it's determined. We were talking a little bit about this before we came on the air. So, so the ISO rating is um, it's a really important process for us because what it's evaluating is not the end result. It section by section evaluates us on the components that are needed um, to have a fire response um, and to keep the community safe. So what that means is just because you meet it over here, they're still looking at each part of the process. So it starts um, really with our telecommunicators, which okay. is a you know, an unsung hero of our operations. They are the first person to take that call. Uh, if you can imagine how individuals are trying to get that information out very fast, it's a stressful situation. There's, sometimes they're scared. Scared. They, yep. um, and so they're taking that limited information and they're, they're able to get that out to our units right away so that we can start that process to get there. So communications and call processing times is one component. Mm -hmm. And uh, this last evaluation process, um, they did an amazing job. We got almost every single point there. I think we were like 9.95 out of 10 points. Wonderful. Um, That's great. So we'll, we'll get the last you know, 0.5 somewhere uh, in the next evaluation, but they did an amazing job, and I, I like to start with them because that's how our calls start is sure. with telecommunicators. So now our units are responding to um, these scenes, so they need to get out of the station. Our benchmark is we want our crews out of the station from the time we alert them in the truck going within 60 seconds for a fire call and within 80 seconds for emergency services, or 80 seconds for a fire, 60 seconds for emergency okay. medical call. Wow. Um, they have to get their bunker gear on, so we make them do it really, really fast. Really fast. fast. <laughs> um, so the goal for ISO in the section that's known as our deployment analysis, how quickly we get our crews on scene, because we need people there to put out a fire, is that they want our first due suppression, meaning the, the engine that has uh, the water on it, they want them there within five minutes and 20 seconds from the time they get the call 
to that that includes the the 80 seconds we gave them mm -hmm. you know there we're, we're, we're flying there at that point um, so they have to get there and then we need two more suppression units and one of them has to be a ladder truck which is an important topic for us where to put those in the county because mm -hmm. they're a larger truck they have a different use on fire scenes and and they're a lot more expensive mm -hmm. so we need another engine and an aerial, and those two units have to be there within nine minutes and 20 seconds. So now we've gotten the call, um, we are getting our people there, and the next section is, well, we got them there, how are they gonna put out the fire? They need water. Uh, very crucial area, and during this evaluation process, it was the largest improvement that we had, and it's really what drove us to get this better, lower rating to an ISO 2. And why why was it why was it such an improvement this year as compared to other years? So um, our community risk reduction division is led mm -hmm. by um, Captain our fire marshal Captain Wayne Boyer, and his team um, was able. We have a lot of water purveyors in the county. Okay. Um, so each of those hydrants that you see, we need to make sure we know how much water is coming out of it, that it's maintenance serviced. Mm -hmm. um, they were able to do um, pilot a program that allowed us to really increase the number of those that we could say, yes, we know how much water is in these. Um, and they had a, a substantial increase from our previous rating. And that was really what got us um, you know, to push over. They did an amazing job. It was a ton of man hours. Mm -hmm. There were hours that they just were working with the city. They mm -hmm. were working everything they can do and that team came together with the city to really just really improve that. So that, that was important to see. So we've gotten the call, we've gotten our firefighters there. Um, they have water, we need to train them on how to use it. So they evaluate our training records and so our firefighters have to have so many hours in different categories mm -hmm. and we, we were also um, you know, received every point in that category. So the training division, um, the team that um, I'm fortunate uh, enough to work with, they, they're out there. Um, we have 450 firefighters. Um, wow. And we have six um, full-time training officers. Okay. So they are training. Oh, yeah. Um, there, there's <laughs> a lot going on, and um, our crews are amazing, too. So then it's all well and good that we, we've, we've solved this problem, but we don't want these fires to happen. So there's another commodity that is about public education, education yeah. and reducing these risks. How many people are we getting to and communicating in the community? And uh, Stacy Carter is one of our public education specialists along with that whole team. And they, they also captured just a ton of points in that area. So we, we did move into it too. So that process is unique um, in that it really does make sure you don't have weak links. You have to sure. be able to address each thing and you can't just skate by. Um, and it's an independent third party. Uh, so the company that creates the ISO is called Vera Risk. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, do you want me to get into exactly how that score is used with insurance or you want me to hold off on that? Um, we, I think we're going to talk about that. Yeah, go ahead and start because I just I want to make sure that we um, Mayor Martin gets to yep. talk about how this all impacts Port St. Lucie yep. as well. So yeah, so the it's very hard to pin down um, a very risk person to tell you exactly how this works, and and it's not <laughs> their fault, right? So this score is used by insurance companies in order to determine the risk associated with um, a, a business or an in, individual residence, mm -hmm. homeowner, okay. homeowner. Each one of them uses it in a little bit different of a fashion. Some people, it's a large proponent. Some, it's slightly smaller. 
So it's very hard to say um, this is what will happen as a result. Um, when you look at all of the data, the lower the ISO rating, mm -hmm. um, the more homeowners are able to save on their homeowner's insurance, uh, particularly businesses. The higher the, the value of the insured property, the more that this comes into that. Okay, and the, and the scale I'm assuming is 10 to 1, and yeah. we're at 2. Yes, so um, the lower is, is, is better. better. Um, to become an ISO 1, we needed 90 points. We were um, just over 85 so 85 and some change, and we, we kind of um, looking forward to trying to get to the ISO 1 in the future. We are evaluate every five years. Okay. Um, so that will be the next. So the ISO is every five years? Every five okay. years. Okay, so it's not every year. Okay, mm -hmm. that, that would that, that'd be a I could, I, pretty big I don't, I don't have a lot of hair, but I wouldn't have any left. What was there would be gone. <laughs> it's important to note that we have made improvements over mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Um, and, and getting the scores lower and lower each time to improve our rating. And so we finally made it to that too. But to be so close mm -hmm. um, is really great for the, you know, the next rating period in another five years. And hopefully we'll be able to get to that one. That's amazing. There is a caveat that um, okay. you know, we're going to speak about stations later. Yeah. That if we feel... Um, that we're ready for them to evaluate us early. Mm -hmm. And we open, you know, because the deployment analysis is where we could get the rest of those points. Sure. Um, that we could ask them to come back and evaluate us early. Mm -hmm. So that really is on our mind to see, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. when we get the stations open. Um, but this is, um, like Mayor Martin said, this is the, the third one I've been involved in. I started with a very small section, and mm -hmm. then I moved there. And so it's, it's kind of nice to see the progress that we've made. The improvements um, every time. Yeah. Every time. Every evaluation has, has netted an increase. So that's a commitment to the fire board, mm -hmm. um, to you know our previous administrations, this administration, on really um, making sure that that's high on our priority list. Yeah. And, Mayor, what does this mean for the residents of Port St. Lucie? So in terms of um, the insurance, mm -hmm. We all know what insurance looks like now in terms we of do. trying to get insurance yeah. and how costly it is. So what people don't realize is that even though those costs are high, this helps. Because even though the different insurance companies look at it differently, it does help across the board because our rates would be higher that we would be getting mm -hmm. if we didn't have this low rating. Right. And then if you look at it holistically, it just ensures to our citizens all the measures that we take um, from a first response side from our fire district to make sure that we have a great flow through from that point of call to our telecommunicators that they need assistance yep. all the way to making sure that we're have those response times in check and we're doing everything we can to improve them to get to those people sooner to save lives or to save a house from mm -hmm. fire and so it's vitally important and this is the stuff that people don't realize because they see, you know, fire trucks running or they mm -hmm. see rescue trucks running to for calls, but our citizens don't really know what it all is entailed goes to, into all of to this. get to this point yeah. and to make sure that we're doing everything possible to when every second counts to get to those citizens who need assistance. Yes, ma'am. And, and that, that brought up a point. Um, so when I was evaluating the data, we're going through every structure fire. And a lot of those calls for structure fires don't end up being structure fires. But we have to get there to determine that, you know what, the fire's out already. Maybe it was just a, um, an outlet mm -hmm. or a false alarm. So our crews work 24 hours. Um, some of our busiest stations, that's 20 to 25 calls a shift. They, they may be up the whole time. 
Um, and during that review, I, I just remember looking at one of our stations, Station 15, and it was um, a little bit before 1 a.m. and they received a structure fire call and they got out of the station and under 60 seconds, even beating the 80 second time, mm -hmm. they got on scene and there was no fire. Um, they handled it, went back. At 2.15, they received another structure fire call, still got out in under 80 seconds, met the first due time. The third one was an actual structure fire. So the commitment to them knowing that even despite the probability that the majority of those calls don't end up being actual structure fires, but they still commit every time. That was amazing to me to sit back and look yeah. at what a rough, because I can remember how rough of a night that was. You, yeah. You're, you know, just when you think and each time, but they never let that impact never their wavered. ability to get out of the station. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a lot of our stations, not just station 15. Mm -hmm. So that, that was huge. Um, and it just made me kind of reflect on that when you, when you talked about it, about saving lives. Yeah. yeah. How can residents, county residents, city residents find more information about this ISO rating? Okay. I'm going to put my glasses on for this. Feel cause free. I, We're cause all spectacle. Cause here. I want to make sure I get, <laughs> I want to make sure I get the link right. Okay. So, um, I'll be on the right page. So, when you go to our website, which is www.slcfd.com, on the top of that, you're going to see a tab that says Doing Business. When you select that tab, uh, there's going to be a link that comes up that says Insurance Agency Information. Okay. Um, once you click there, there is a PDF of the copy of that letter, mm -hmm. um, and we're going to put that link in, in this, this podcast. And if you don't, there's a phone number, 772 um, 621 3322, and that's going to take you to our Community Risk Reduction Division, okay. and they really know how to handle this, and any information that you're missing, they're going to be able to provide. So rather than going through the operator, that number will take you right to that division, and they'll be able to get and help you from there. But um, that's where the letter is that okay. from our fire marshal outlining what, we, what your insurance company will need from us. And I don't think a lot of people know about this. So I'm so glad, Mayor, that you brought this topic up for us because you're telling me there's a letter. I didn't know about this. Right. I didn't know there's a letter that you can send in with your when you're shopping around for insurance. Now, say if I, I currently have my homeowners, would I be able to submit this letter now to maybe negotiate a lower rate or is it kind of when you're shopping around? Well, to my understanding, you're, you're, you're getting a renew when you come up for renewal. Okay. Um, but I would submit it to them right away. Okay, I so they say, have it hey, on file. Yeah. Um, depending on your, again, we I can't ever speak for the insurance of course. agencies, right. but um, to get it to them and say, hey, our community improved to ISO 2 rating, um, I, I have the document, I'd like to submit this and see what we can yeah. do. And, and sometimes you have to work with this. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I moved into a, a new house a couple of years back and it took, it's a lot of work sometimes, yeah. four yes. or five companies to find. and. And uh, each one does it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. So you do want to shop around and see, because um, some people may highly value this and others may have a different you know, item that they're looking at. Okay, well that's But it's worth it. Know. It's definitely worth the yeah. try. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Just, I can tell you for my homeowners, so I have to shop because I'm getting canceled this year. Mm -hmm. So it was, okay, well, we need a four point inspection mm -hmm. to make sure that your house is good. Oh, oh, and also we need a letter from a certified roofing contractor to say that your roof has another five years of life. And so, okay, send the ISO letter as well. Yeah. And anything that can be done can in order you. to reduce our rates here, 
uh, in the county and especially in Port St. Lucie, you know, we should be trying to do. So submitting a letter is when you have to submit everything else is not really that big of a deal. So it's give, not. It, give it to them all and, and try it and see what, you know, can be done and hopefully it'll help reduce rates. It's supposed okay. to. So. Yep. Now, one thing I do, um, you have to explain with ISO that's um, there's two ratings. Um, so our ISO 2 is for homes or businesses that are within five miles of a fire station. Okay. You have to think of the size of our county. Right. Um, So that rating applies to those because we do have a lot of orange things out west. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're outside of five miles, um, then you're going to fall into a a different class rating. Um, So that's uh, one of the caveats to this because we are... um, some places like City of Stewart has ISO one rating, but they're they're a very small they're area, smaller. and it makes it really it, it makes it a little bit easier to do that. Countywide sure. departments usually um, don't have ratings this low because of the size of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that brings up you know one of the reasons when we'll talk about stations later and why those are so important. Yeah. Well, while we're on this subject, <laughs> we're going to get into it right now. Growth is huge. It's the talk of the town mm-hmm. or city. Um, Fire Station 18, I believe, broke ground last this past August, and there's a couple other yes. ones. Yes. Let's get into it. Why do we need all of these? Obviously, we need all of these new fire stations because of all of the growth. Let's talk about where they're going to be eventually. So um, we look every year at the number of calls for service, especially with the growth that is happening that mm-hmm. everyone knows about. And so... In doing so, we have to plan for where we're going to need future fire stations. So we're upwards of looking at 66,000 calls for service just from the fire district alone. In one year? In Right. Wow. With over, was it 45,000? 45,000. 45, calls being actual transports. Right. So that is huge. And knowing that, we're so, we have had to make sure that we have the stations, and we have the personnel, and we have the apparatus and the rolling stock in order to give the guys and girls the resources they need to do their job. So right now we broke ground on our new central station at our where our administration complex is on Milner, Milner. Yep. in Port St. Lucie. Um, we are also doing a fire station in Fort Pierce, and we will be doing one in for to be open in 2025 on Village Parkway in tradition because we're seeing that is Lots obviously where our growth yep. is, and we've known that. And so we're actively in that process right now. And then we are also in process of looking at where our next stations need to be, especially since we have uh, even more growth in the northwestern portion of the city, mm-hmm. in the Western Grove area. And then with since it's a countywide district, we have, uh, with the county just approving the application and comp plan amendment for Oak Ridge Ranches, which is going to be another 8,600 homes in the future. So this is something that we have to look at on a regular basis to make sure we're planning properly for, to be able to continue to service our citizens and provide that emergency response. And 18, um, very excited about. um, That's Milner, Milner, right? It's going to be our new central fire station. And currently, um, in the past, Station 1 in Fort Pierce was considered our central fire station, and and that just doesn't really reflect, um, you know, how we've grown. So that is going to be the first two-story station that we built um, since 1984 when we built Fire Station 1. 
and a number of unique things about it. It's a very large station. It's meant mm -hmm. to be a hub. Um, there will be four um, full bays. And there's also um, going to be a little bit history of the previous central fire station. So there's some design elements. Oh, cool. Um, we're actually in the process of restoring our, the first fire engine that the fire district ever built um, was a 1921 American LaFrance. And so there'll be a, um, a, a bay there. We'll have a lot of ability to bring the public in. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I just think it's going to be a real, you know, with my family history, I think it's a real, real prideful point for that. Um, our, our Deputy Chief Paul Langle is uh, the head of special projects. He's um, just been absolutely instrumental in getting these stations going. It's a tough process. We, we tease him all the time. Mm -hmm. but. I couldn't imagine the amount of work that you know he's putting into developing these stations. Yeah. Um, and so 18 is great. Some other unique things about that is, um, it's personal to me because uh, my father uh, contracted prostate cancer um, and you know, maybe largely due to being in the fire service, but that's gonna house our um, facility where we clean our first responders' structural firefighting gear. Mm -hmm. oh, it's very, okay. very important. Yeah. Um, we, we have a state-of-the-art program that even NYFD has been looking at to copy. Um, it keeps our firefighters safe. Mm -hmm. um, it's a full-time job. It needs a facility, but you know, uh, having seen that firsthand, um, you know, it's important uh, to keep you know, our men and women, they're, they're out there running those calls, we have to keep them safe. Mm -hmm. um, so that station is uh, gonna be there. Um, we, we talked about 19. Um, 19 is uh, gonna also be a potential site for our training facility. You know, we talked about how many mm -hmm. people we have to train. Yeah. Uh, we have 20 new hires starting uh, on Monday. All right. Um, <laughs> The college is growing itself, so they have a lot of things going on there in space. Uh, we've always had a great relationship. They've been amazing with us, um, but we're going to have a little bit more space at that station, which is, is, is for a department of our size, having a training facility is really important. And the training facility slash Station 19, station. that will be? Kings Highway the Kings area. Highway. Okay. Kings Highway area. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, to, to deal with that, you know, growth that we're seeing there. Mm -hmm. but, and then, but I was going to bring up, I remember when we opened Station 17, and um, we do a way that we catalog the inventory for stations, high, medium, low volume, how many supplies we give them. And, you know, when you look at the data, it doesn't reflect in your mind. You're like, that's a high volume station. That's in tradition. It's station in tradition. 17. Seven, okay. 17 that's already there. Um, you know, we, in my mind from when I was, you know, I'm like, oh, they're pretty busy. They're very <laughs> No, they're busy. busy. <laughs> they're very busy. And um, another thing that we, I know that... Um, the administration's been looking at is um, adding to Station 10, which is on Dalton Circle, that is also in Port St. Lucie, mm -hmm. yes. because that is really becoming a second hub um, where for us, because it can respond to so many different areas. So we're looking at expanding our ability to house units there. That won't be a new build, but it'll, an add-on to some bays. So lots of growth in Port St. Lucie. Yes. Um, it, it's keeping us on our toes. Uh, we talked earlier that um, as a fire department as a whole, it's very <coughs> tough to deal with the growth. Um, and one of the things that I, I just want to you know, say thank you to all of our, our crews, um, our support staff, you know, the, the mechanics that keep the truck running, the IT that keeps mm -hmm. the, you know, the computers working, ambulance billing, every, um, you know, I could go through every division and they've played a part in improving this ISO score while dealing with the growth. It would be enough alone if we could manage the growth. Yes. But to improve to what do we're both. doing, every last person down to, you know, our maintenance staff keeping our buildings 
you know, in good shape because uh, we know that we had a pause where we couldn't really update a lot of the buildings. Right. So they're professionals in every manner and um, really just proud of um, all of that. And again, without that, that fire board support, which, you know, you've been instrumental in, uh, we wouldn't, wouldn't be in that position. This was a wonderful conversation. I'm so happy that you decided to ask Division Chief Krause to come in. I learned so much. Is there anything that you want to add? I think we covered it. <laughs> yeah, I just want to, you know, it's important for you to make sure that our citizens are educated, we communicate, and then going over these fine details and explaining just how much it mm -hmm. takes in order to get us at the levels that we're at and how we're going to continuously work to improve and sharing that with our residents is just really very vitally important because uh, there's a lot going on at every second, every you know minute of the day. Sure is. And it's not like there's people sitting behind their desks doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, every we are all of us together working in partnership to make our community the best it can be. Are running full speed ahead, 20 you know four hours a day, seven days a week, for this continuous improvement to be able to handle the challenges and the opportunities of the growth. Because although there's a lot of negativity out there, want to keep showing what the positive is, want to keep discussing our opportunities and what we are doing to overcome our challenges that we all have together. I agree. We yep. talk, And we talked about this last time, I'm sorry to interrupt, about, you know, the growth, it's a, it's a big hot topic issue right now, but with growth comes lots of other opportunities yep. for us. Yes. So I'm glad you I brought that up. I was gonna say, up. you know, one of the things that's, you know, challenges, yeah, we could replace that word with opportunity. Yes. We really should because mm -hmm. yes. um, one of the things that we, for us, that we always talk about, we didn't talk about getting fire trucks and rescue trucks mm -hmm. right now, right? Yeah. Um, some, so some of our fire engines are 40 months out. Um, rescue trucks wow. are about 24 months out from the time we order them. And so we could say that's a challenge, but as you see how we've worked to maintain the fleet that we have and to come up with um, you know, creative ways to build efficiency into that, when we do get those units, that efficiency isn't going away. Right. So as much as it was hard, um, it, it allows us to learn and, and to come up with these creative ways to make sure that we're doing it um, just to the, the best possible degree we can. And um, without those, you, you know, you, you need a little bit of pressure to find mm -hmm. out where the pipes burst and then you can fix them and move on. And yeah. I, I definitely think it's opportunities for um, City of Port St. Lucie, the fire district, the county as a whole, um, we're going to do everything we can to, to meet that. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing that how everybody works together for just to make sure that everyone is safe, county residents, city residents. It's, mm -hmm. it's a great thing to see. So I thank you, Mayor Martin, for coming by again. Absolutely. And it was a pleasure to meet you. Absolutely. And um, we were, are going to put that information about the ISO mm -hmm. rating letter in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Still send us your topics that you want us to talk about, mm -hmm. cityofpsl.com slash podcast. And again, thank you both for joining us today. And, and one, one last thing. I just want to say thank you to the residents of not just Port St. Lucie, St. Lucie County as a whole. Um, the support that we see, mm -hmm. yeah. um, it, it's amazing. Um, the, 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 that means a lot. You mm -hmm. know, when you're going through trying to do these things and our men and women out there um, get the support from the community, it's, it's an awesome thing to, for them to see. So I want yeah. to thank the community. Um, for that and, and supporting us in these options, uh, you know, these times and mm -hmm. um, just hats off to them. That, that helps us. Thank you, everyone. Absolutely. It was great to chat with you guys. Thanks you again. Too. Thanks. Thanks.